just when you thought the whining might stop, it gets worse. The Griff Report starts right now. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. Of all the Jesuses I know, he's the Hotepiest. Social scientist and YouTube host, Hotep Jesus. How the fuck do you get a name like Hotep Jesus? The one and only Hotep Jesus. Ryan Sharp, better known to the world as Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Somebody said... What do you think you are? Some kind of Hotep Jesus? Ooh, and that's I was good. Just like, ooh, that's sexy. <laughs> yes, I do think I'm Hotep <laughs> Jesus. Good afternoon, Hotep Nation. Welcome to the Griff Report live Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. I'm your host, the Griff God. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Oh, this is a real Hotep brother. Hotep to the chat. Hotep to the Hotep of Stanies. Hotep. What's up, y'all? Strong Dad, I see you. Zantovin, Loki in the chat. What up, Loki? Thank you for the prayer this morning. Haram life. What up, y'all? Jack Reeves, the hotel. What's up, man? Yo, Jack Reeves, the Viking now. What up, Jack Reeves? <laughs> Jack Reeves, the Viking. Oh, my God. Um, before we get into the festivities, check this shit out. Um... Put this up on your screen here. The Super Dap, Super Dap is here. Been playing with it since yesterday. Yesterday I was playing with the mobile version. Today I'm playing with the uh, desktop version. This is where we're going to congregate Hotepistan to the financial world power that it is meant to be. It's got some cool AI stuff going on over here. I tested it out yesterday and I asked it about Tupac uh, you said uh, write a 500 character bio on Tupac Shakur just to make sure the AI was working and it got it right it got it right and nailed it so the AI bot is working I've been just working on finding bugs I wanted to see if it can create images it doesn't have that capability yet although it's not really necessary just wanted to see and of course, we got our balance is here and you got the ticker up top that shows you the different coins and their value, Bitcoin, et cetera, et cetera. The good news is, you know, when you click on Bitcoin, you can uh, receive and send Bitcoin. So that's going to be interesting to see Syscoin integrate with Bitcoin on another level so we can send Bitcoin back and forth. It's going to support a bunch of different coins. In the super dap. So it's like everything is all here. I got a bunch of um, communications happening right now with the squad, with the team. Um, it's pretty buggy. But again, this is just a test version. As you can see, um, we're sending money back and forth. Uh, you can also use the AI bot to send money back and forth. So this is really, really cool. Um, when you hit the plus button over here, you'll see. Hit the plus button and I can uh, obviously have my inbox here. People send messages, emails, etc., etc. Uh, files. DiFi. This is just in case you die and you want to secure your crypto. This is a one of a kind feature here. Really interesting. This came um, partly from an idea I had. I was like, yo, how do you secure Bitcoin or your crypto in case you die? And uh, they came up with DiFi. Really interesting settings, context, log out. So um, really enjoying this here. Also, if you look, uh, maybe I can show you here as we work through some of the bugs. So you'll see on the right here, it has a ranking and it shows, you know, who contributed what, how much is um, in your group. You know, if you want to invest, you can add more to the investment group has a ranking over here on the right to show you who's got the most investment in it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, shows total amount earned, uh, total shares uh, that you have in there. Shows the transaction history. You can sell your position for profit if there is some. 
And uh, yeah, there's another group here. I can show you this one. Uh, so I've just been playing around with the groups, investing in groups. Obviously, this is all testnet. This is all testnet stuff. Add contacts. I can add you once you guys are in here. Create group. Send crypto. And then you can choose. You can say change asset and send Bitcoin. And I can send Bitcoin back and forth. So really cool. Uh, well, utility coming. Super dap. This is where we're going to move our group chat to. I'm going to move our group chat to some place where it's beneficial for all. So that when the group grows, your assets grow. This is called social fi. This is something new to the cryptoverse, social fi, social finance, where, you know, basically you're betting on the group. You know, um, and investing in the group. This is like a true investing group. Really cool. Really, really cool. And it's all transparent. It's all right there. Um, what up, Psych Tyson? Psych Tyson in the house. Dre, what's up, man? Lauren, what's up, yo? Is it open source? I don't think this is open source. Although it might be. I, I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't answer that question. If you have questions about this, join our Telegram uh, group in the description box below. The link is right there. It says Telegram group. And um, Hotep CPA, uh, join the Telegram group. Join the Telegram group. This is coin guys that are in there. Really, really, really dope concept. So coming soon, we're going to build Hotepistan in the cryptoverse. So that when we're conversing and doing our social thing, sounds like Susu Pot. Yeah, it's like a Susu Pot. Yeah, except you have more control. So Susu is something, I don't know if it's starting in the Caribbean or not. I know it's popular in the Caribbean. And basically Susu, everybody throws money in a pot. And then at the end of the month, somebody gets the entire pot. So let's say you throw $10 in a pot at the end of the month. One individual from the group takes home the whole pot. It's a good way to pool your assets together and help pay bills or any expenses like that. Uh, shout out to Senator Loki. 20 gifted memberships. Shout out to my cash applers. Dollar sign Hotep Jesus. Haram Life. Thank you. Appreciate you. Khalid Cooper. Thank you. Appreciate you. Much love. Much love. Jesse Aaron says, started my Apex yesterday. Thank you for putting out products I know I can trust. I usually run pretty hot, so I'm interested to see if I notice a difference in temperament as well as other benefits. Shout out to Jesse. He's now on Apex, the muscle growth testosterone support supplement brought to you by menofwater.com. Make sure you use the discount link in the description box below. QR code on the screen also works as well. Save 30%. Yeah, I just took my uh, Apex beforehand and yeah, really, really good stuff happening. All right, let's get into the Giddens into. I want to play something here from InfoWars. It's a, it's, it's a bit of a mixed bag today, but we're going to start today's stream off with a broadcast from InfoWars. Super on topic with our headline today. This is from... Uh, Harrison H. Smith. Let's go to the tape. Certainly not on CNN or MSNBC. You're definitely not going to find it on Fox. And you probably won't see it on any of the other competitors here on the uh, alternative right. Alternative right wing news ecosystem. And that is the anti-white bias of AI. Yo, InfoWars, call me, man. If y'all need help with programming, call me, man. I'll hook y'all up. Yo, y'all ain't got to do this. Y'all ain't got to do this. The anti-white bias of AI. The white man has fallen off. He has fallen off. It's it's official. The white man has fallen off. Alex, I was t uh, texting back and forth with Alex, uh, Alex's team over there at InfoWars this week. They wanted me to get up there on their show. But um, my schedule does not permit, uh, mostly because, you know, I'm hitting the gym heavy and we're doing the Griff Report. Uh, so, I, you know, but we did agree that Alex would come on the show, hopefully come on the show next week. So look out for that. Alex Jones, Hotep Jesus collab on the Griff Report uh, as long as time permits for him. 
because we definitely know, you know, he's uh, has a certain schedule. So, you know, if we're going to do an exclusive interview outside of Griff Report hours. I'll definitely let you guys know. But this ain't it. This ain't it. Again, we have talked about this quite a bit, the danger of AI, especially in that it is a unquestionable calculator, essentially, uh, but that can be manipulated before it ever makes a decision. So AI is being introduced into every aspect of our lives, especially into governance with the Biden administration making a point. Well, now more scandal is upon us as Google has released an image generation tool called Gemini uh, that refuses to acknowledge the existence of white people. We wait, don't exist, apparently. Wait, hold on. Let's go back to that screenshot. Scandal. So New York Times article here says black artists say AI shows bias with algorithms erasing their history. Okay. <laughs> so this is why I'm showing you the woke right. So the same thing that the woke left is complaining about, the woke right is now mimicking. So black people is like, oh my God, the AI is racist. And I'm like, can you just use the damn thing to code an app or something? Can we use it for 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 constructive purposes? Everybody's turned the AI on looking for a way to be offended. And now uh, here's Harrison Smith complaining about the anti-white bias of AI. Bill is upon us as Google has released an image generation tool called Gemini uh, that refuses to acknowledge the existence of white people. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's test this live. I'm going to test this live. Gemini AI. Okay, here we go. Um, I'm going to pull this up in just a second here. Let's see if I have the right version. I just asked Gemini, can you create images? Mm, so what do they use? All right, look at, look at what my screen says. My screen says, um, I said, can you create images? While I cannot generate images myself, I can help you explore some tools. And it points me to Dolly, uh, Midjourney. Uh, I use uh, both of those. So what? 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 Hold on. Gemini image generator. Let's see if there's maybe there's a different link. Um. Okay. Uh, let's see what happens here. It told me it can't generate images. Or do I have to upgrade? All right. It's doing some. All right. So I said generate an image of an ancient Greek. Here are the images we have. Now, just keep in mind, Google, the Gemini is retarded because I asked it, can you generate images? And it told me no. We all saw that. Right. So Google's got a lot work, a lot more work to do. Here we have a swarthy white man. I don't know what the hell this dude is doing. So let's try the same exact prompts that they were complaining about. And we'll come back to uh, this guy in a second. All right. So. Let's pull this up here. This one says, create an image of a pope. All right. So it says here, create an image of a pope. We're going to try that right now. Let's go. We're going to say, create an image of a pope and see what we get. I always got to test this stuff live and, you know, just to see for yourself, you know, um, because a lot of this stuff is randomized. Okay, so it gave us this image, right? Seems to be, you know, who is that? Pope John? All right, what's another one they were complaining about? Um, give me an image of a medieval knight. All right, let's try that. 
give me an image of a medieval knight. Let's see. Let's see what happens here. It's doing its little thinking thing. He said that's Rambo. <laughs> Lauren said, why are white men all of a sudden talking like black women? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. All right, here's our image of a medieval knight. It looks like a it looks like a white man. It looks like a white man. That looks like an Asian. I don't know. He's he's fully covered up. These are white men. Now, keep in mind these images are terrible. Just just to keep in mind. Um all right, let's try one more here. Um no. Um what does this prompt say? Uh, generate an image of a Viking. Okay, let's try that. Generate an image of a, and this is the last one we'll try, of a Viking. All right, so we're using Google G uh, Gemini here, right? To make sure we're using the same software they're using. And uh, let's see what happens here. Okay. We get God of War, got the Norse Norse looking cat right here. That seems to be on brand. We got a white woman. She got the braids in. She got the braids in. I don't know if that's cultural appropriation or what. <laughs> here's a group of Vikings, terrible image. And here's your stoic, heroic Viking. So, uh, Gemini is giving me images of white men. Now, is it doing this because it knows I'm black and it wants to piss me off? Here's my theory. My theory is that this guy, Frank J. Lemming, who said generate an image of a Viking and he got black people. My theory is that he's trolling. I think he's trolling. Says right here, former computer engineer and writer for the Babylon B. Okay, so he's a writer for the Babylon B, which means he's a master at trolling. Okay, he's a master at trolling, and he's a computer engineer. So my guess is this is bait. This is all clickbait. And what he did was he basically programmed his AI, his version of Gemini with some sort of DEI prompt, basically saying, hey, anytime you create an image, make sure it's depicted of black and brown people. And then he pretended like it was getting this, these types of images, because as we just explored, we're getting images of white men. Okay. So not only is InfoWars passing around uh, cuck news, but also fake news. Chat, what am I supposed to do with this? Alex, we got to talk, man. <laughs> we got to talk, yo. <laughs> do Pharaohs? All right, I'll do one more. I'll do Pharaohs. Um, Generate an image of a pharaoh. Okay, let's see. Boom. I'm going to try that one. This will be the last one. Let's see what happens when we ask it to generate image. Now, this dude better be black. <laughs> better be black. Let's see. All right, so we get... Okay, here we go. We got a black woman. We get your Ptolemaic Egyptian. This is definitely a white man. This is a pharaoh white man. And then we get this black woman. Right. So it's 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 not being racially biased. Uh, it may be gender biased because why the black man can't be a pharaoh. You see how they do us? You see how D. See, thank you for making me put that prompt in. Thank you for making me put that prompt in. Because you see what I'm saying? DEI puts the black man in the back of the bus. 
Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. You see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? DEI don't benefit the black man. <laughs> oh, man. Do Moors? All right. Come on, man. I'll be here doing this all day. Last one. Um, Generate an image of a Moor. Let's just put a Moor instead of the Moors will do. Generate an image of a Moor. Let's see. Last one. Last one. Promise last one. But again, DEI ain't got no love for the black man. So if we wanted to complain. All right. So it, this is what it did. All right. I'm not to be more specific. Uh, Generate an image of the Moors who conquered Spain. Okay. Let's see what happens. Probably going to have some fighting in there because I put conquered. Oh, wow. Wow. See that? Now, if I wanted to complain, if I wanted to complain, I could, but I'm not about to do that. But you see what it does to the black man? The white man complains and says, I'm unable to generate an image of the Moors who conquered Spain. That depicts specific people as this could perpetuate harmful stereotypes and contribute to the misrepresentation of diverse groups. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, yo, hold on. I got to try one more. Generate an image of an Let's try ancient more. I don't know what that is, but let's just try it, right? And see what happens. This is my last attempt to generate a black man. <laughs> let's see. Oh my God. It gave us flowers. Flora. And they want to talk about, they want to talk about <laughs> airline pilot stop it they sat up here and said this thing is anti-white i can't even generate an image of a moor i can't even get a black man in ancient egypt and this is what they complained about Infowars, you got to call me man who's your program director i need to talk to your program director <laughs> i need to talk to the program director at Infowars. <laughs> wow wow mm, 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 mm. wow wow more is a type of landscape no i'm sure it is yeah but we tried various uh, options and it still won't generate the moorish people wow let's go back Let's go back. Let's watch a little bit more of this broadcast and see how more ridiculous this can get. We don't exist, apparently. This from DD on Twitter. It's embarrassingly hard to get Google Gemini to acknowledge that white people exist. So you can see the prompt is give me an image of an Australian woman. And you get some Asian looking women. Asked for an American woman. Apparently all women in America are muscular black women with white hair for the most part. Uh, European hair, I should say. If you search for a British woman, you get an elderly Caribbean woman. These are the images I get when I type in Australian. We get white women. We get white women. Let's try British. Let's try British. Give me an image of a British woman. Now it tells me it's unable to give me an image of a British woman because it could lead to harmful stereotypes. So I don't know if they updated it since, since you know, these people were upset. Men, uh... Yo, do y'all remember when um, black people used to complain online? about um 
Google Images, like if you searched up father, Google Images always showed white people. And they were like, Google's racist. And I'm like, technically, not really. It's just comes down to SEO. Like if you created a blog of black fathers and tagged all the images father, eventually you'd rank up and you'd be right there. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that was always weird to me. And, and I think a lot of this comes back to the fact that I come from an IT background. My IT background allows me to see things that other people don't. And this is what this reminds me of. This reminds me of when black women was complaining about Google. Now the white man, as Lauren said, sounds like a black woman. Maybe a Sri Lankan woman. Couple Sri of, no white women, basically. So British people don't exist as far as Google is concerned. Okay. Now, when you search German woman, you do get what looks to be a, a Nigerian soccer player, uh, an Asian businesswoman. I mean, to be fair, uh, Germany has black people in it now. Britain has black people in it now. Australia is originally black, but it has a lot of white people there now and black people. So it, it makes sense that it would represent the various races of the country. I can't believe we're doing a podcast on this shit. But it's the Griff Report, and we have to show you what the grifters are grifting off of so you can identify the grift, so you don't get caught up in the grift. And what is the great grifting mixed, mixed of? Does anybody know the two parts that make up the great grifting? Can anybody tell me? Um... I'm checking on uh, my browser is inherently racist. <laughs> I mean, the Google AI is just terrible. I asked it, can you generate images? And it sent me to other places instead of saying, yeah, I can generate an image. What do you want? Too much soy protein? Yeah. Yeah. So anybody can tell me. Haram Life says race and politics. The great griftening. You got to be more specific. Race and sex. Chris Ford. Chris Ford. You just won a one month supply of Apex. Send me an email. Uh, customer care at menoforder.com. Say you won. Type in the subject you won. Chris Ford. I'll send you a discount coupon. So you can try out Apex, get a one month supply, you can try it out, man. There it is. Black and white. You mix black and white together and you get the great grifting. You typed in Moorish Prince. Okay, let's let's try that. Let's try that. Generate an image of a Moorish Prince. Let's see what we get here. Let's see. Maybe we'll get something. Maybe we get something black. Oh, it says featuring a variety of genders and ethnicities. This should be fun. <laughs> Here we go. We get, you know, two Aladdin cats. We got a female. We got the black man here. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. At least it wasn't a white man. At least it wasn't a white man. But again, like, is this what we care about people? The AI is producing images of people that don't look like me. <laughs> so, like, now we complaining about reverse DEI where we want representation of white men in the AI? This is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. You can use the AI for anything. I use it to write bios for my streams and summaries and all types of other stuff sales projections and this is what we get this is what we get let's continue down this same rabbit hole let's close Gemini for a moment we can always come back to it let's go down this rabbit hole continuing in this same in this same vein and um, we're going to take a look at some very interesting stories very, very interesting stories. Let me just make sure I open them all before we dive into this. 
So let me make sure I didn't, I didn't forget any. Because sometimes I, I finish the show and I'm like, oh, we forgot to cover that. Uh, let's open that one up. And is there another one here? Oh, this one could be interesting. We could play this one too. And and Ben Shapiro has made has made the Griff Report today. All right, let's take a look at these one by one. Let's go here first. There's another thing that the uh, grifters, the great grifting grifters, have complained about. This video right here, and I'm going to give you my objective opinion on this. I'm Mayor Pamela Goins Brown. As part of our Black History Month celebration, I'd like to invite the community out to our Black owned business fair on Saturday, February 24th. We will have a DJ, live music, vendors, children's activities, resources, and much more. So come on and join us. So they're having a Black History Month Black owned business fair. And the caption says North Las Vegas Mayor. Look at how they twist this caption. You know, this is how I know the phone call went out because it's two calls. There's, there's one call going out that's saying, hey, black people, it's OK to support Trump now. Then there's another one that's saying, hey, activate great griftening. Right. And breaking 911 got the call. I remember they did breaking news. Now they're in on the race grift, too. It says white owned businesses not welcome at upcoming community fair. That's kind of like a twist on things, right? Like, I wouldn't say it's not factual, but that's not exactly what she said. She said, this is a fair for Black-owned businesses. Now, there's this one argument where you can say, hey, oh, you know, what if we had a fair and it said white-only business? Wouldn't that be bad? Yeah, you'd probably get a lot of backlash for that, right? And I really don't even want to entertain that because it's just too much history in America to really go down. And then you just you know, it's just it just gets into a messy, convoluted argument. And I don't want to bother with that today. But here's my issue. On one hand, you're saying black people are hunting down white people. They are hunting down our kids. Right. But then when the black community try to do something other than hunt white people, y'all complain about that, too. It's like we can't do shit. We can't rob you and we can't do businesses. We can't beat up your kids and we can't do business. Like what they It's like you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Do you want us robbing you or not? Do you want us beating you up or not? Do you want black people hunting you down? like pray or not because here they are trying to organize something nice little festival so the kids can go out there do something productive black business can hire black people get them off the street get them off of welfare so you're not paying that tax money more productive citizens and y'all complain about that too it's like damn niggas can't do shit without y'all complaining about it this is crazy Chat, what is going on here? <laughs> what in the hell is going on here? Shout out to the Rumble Chatters. I see y'all. I'm watching y'all. I'm reading y'all comments. Don't forget to hit the like button. Hit the like button. Hit the like button. Please hit the like button. I'm supposed to tell y'all to do that. I'm supposed to do something to the algorithm or something or other. Thank you for the supers. We're going to get to the supers in a moment. Let's go to the next story. Check this out. Now, this is the other side of the coin. This is the other side of the great griftening. Let's play this. I collected a lot of data. We collected millions of observations on uh, everyday use of force that wasn't lethal. We collected thousands of observations on lethal force. And, and it, it was in this moment in 2016 that I realized... Mm. People lose their minds when they don't like the result. So what my paper showed, you'll see tomorrow, uh, like some of you, uh, was that, yes, we saw some bias in the low-level uses of force every day pushing up against cars and things like that. People tend to like that result. But we didn't find any um, uh, racial bias in police shootings. Now, 
that was really surprising to me because I expected to see it. So he, this man does a study expecting to show how there is a racial bias for police shootings. The little known fact is. But he didn't find any. I had eight full-time RAs that it took to do this over nearly a year. When I found the surprising result, I hired eight fresh ones and redid it to make sure. They came up with the same exact answer, and I thought it was robust. And then I went to go give it, and my God, all hell broke loose. It was a 104-page. Yeah, this is the Harvard professor, yep. Dense academic economics paper with a 150-page appendix. Dang. Okay? It was posted. For so 250-plus pages, 254 pages to be exact. For four minutes, when I got my first email. Posted for four minutes. Posted for four minutes when I got my first email. This is full of shit. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. And I wrote back, how'd you read it that fast? That's amazing. You are a genius. And I had colleagues take me into to the side and say, don't publish this. You'll ruin your career. Mm. Mm. I said, what are you talking about? Mm. I said, what's wrong with it? Do you believe the first part? Yes. Do you believe the second part? Well, it's the issue is they just don't fit together. We like the first one, but you should publish the, note, the second one another time. I said, let me ask this. If the second part about the police shootings, this is a literal conversation. I said to them, if the second part... Um, showed bias, do you think I would, should publish it then? And they say, yeah, then it would make sense. And I said, I guarantee you I'll publish it. Mm. We'll see what happens. So it was, it was you know, I, I lived under, under um, police protection for about 30 or 40 days. Mm. I had a seven-day-old daughter at the time. I remember going and shopping for it because, you know, when you have a newborn, you think you have enough diapers. You don't. So I, I was going to the grocery store to get diapers with the armed guard. It was crazy. Mm. It was really, truly crazy. Black man needed an armed guard. Security. After publishing that paper that showed that there was no lethal bias. Uh, I'm sorry, no racial bias in lethal shootings from police officers and his life was put on the line so this shows you both sides of the spectrum where really what it's saying is you can't set the truth free if you set the truth free and the right doesn't like it they gonna hang you if you set the truth free and the left doesn't like it, they gonna hang you, right? So anybody who's just saying, hey, here's the truth, there's no racial bias. And I'd love to see a study on these attacks on white people because I'm almost certain you'll find that there was no racial bias in these attacks. <laughs> but if you publish that paper, you know, they'll do the same. Now, I will say you probably won't need police protection from the right which is interesting because they'll, they'll you know they they label them nazis and white supremacists and all this other stuff but you're safer telling the truth to right wingers than you are to the left wing because well the left wing is you know the traditional party of uh the knights of the golden circle uh kkk um and um just general power just overall um, top-down power, oligarch, aristocracy, bureaucracy, corporatocracy, power. And they'll unleash their goons on you. I mean, like, who was he afraid of being attacked from? Was he afraid of being attacked by white people, black people, both as hired by whoever powers that be? So that's why, you know, when we talk about DEI and all this stuff, I'm like, yo, you can't be a black man and tell the truth. You can't tell the truth, period. 
because everybody's going to hate you. It needs to fit a bias. It needs to either fit the right wing bias or it needs to fit the left wing bias. But at the end of the day, you're going to need some security. That's wild, chat. That is wild. That is absolutely crazy. Just like Monique said, yeah. That's the true power structure. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to watch the whole video? I Yeah, I don't know what the name of the lecture is. I'd love to watch the whole video. Try to find it and then um, and send it to me. There's an article here. Foxnews.com covered it. Yeah, so it's there. Here's, here's a Fox News article. They just published something on this and they got Claudine Gay in there. And I don't want to get into all the mess. Let's go to the next video. I'm just showing y'all the truth. That's all. Now, let's let's take a look at New Jersey. My home state. Let's take a look at New Jersey. Turning Point USA posted this video. Caption reads. <clears throat> Pastor. John Amachuo. Oh, he follows me. Oh, shit. Let's follow him back. It's crazy. I find all these people that follow me. This is crazy. And he's in Jersey, too. I'm about to collab with dude. Let's go. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. He in Jersey. Man, he should have brought me with him. So it says here last night, Pastor John Amanchuku. Aman, uh, uh, I think that's some Native American type name. Attended the Old Bridge Township School District board meeting in Old Bridge, New Jersey. Now, if you know anything about Old Bridge, it's definitely white territory. Okay. Are there black people? There's definitely a black people. But this is definitely white people territory, Old Bridge, New Jersey. I'm, I'm not super familiar just vaguely familiar, driven through. I've had some white homies from Old Bridge. Really cool cats. Um, with over 200 people in attendance, Pastor John delivered his message in support of parents, but was shut down when he spoke about his faith. The board members then decided to have the police escort him from the po podium. Uh, now, the, 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 the thing about this caption is it omits something that happens in this video. When I play the video, you will all hear it. And I'll even pause it. I didn't grow up in the 50s and the 60s in this country, a time frame where people who looked like me couldn't get behind this lectern and speak to a group of individuals that look like you. Go back to where you came from. Please. I have a right. Y'all heard that? Y'all heard that? Let's play it again where people who look like me couldn't get behind this lectern and speak to a group of individuals that look like you. Go back to where you came from. Go back to where you came from. Go back to where you came from. <laughs> this is New Jersey. This is my home state. This is the shit we deal with as black people in New Jersey. People talk about, oh, it's racist in Alabama. It's, I'm like, it's racist in New Jersey. The great blue state of New Jersey. Where they used to burn crosses on black football players' lawns for moving into the town. Go back to where you came from, they say. Now, what's 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 crazy to me is that there's no mention in this caption from TPUSA about that comment. Obviously, because they want to play the religion angle. Let's finish. Please. I have a right. Look at his face when he says it, too. Behind this lectern and speak to a group right of individuals that look like you. Go back to where you came from. Please. You see that face right there? He's like, wow. That's the face and body language of disappointment. Like, wow, like we really took it there? Did we really take it there? Matter of fact, no, I can't go with him. I can't go with him. Because I'm a wild <laughs> yo. <laughs> I can't make the news for getting arrested. I can't do it. I'm on Apex, creatine, I'm in the gym. I can't do it. I, I'm a Mr. Griff report. It's going to be a, I'm going to send a text to somebody, start my GoFundMe for bail. 
<laughs> and because if I pull up, I'm pulling up with the homies, the the homies that want smoke just to make sure if I catch a fade, I catch a fair fade. Wow. I can't do it. I can't go. I take I take that back. I'll bring them on the group report, but I can't go. I can't I can't be around some shit with a motherfucker be like, go back home. I can't be around that. <laughs> Let's continue. I have a right. I, I know you have a right. Have to... Steph, you pulling up with me, man? You gonna pull up with me, Steph? We all gonna get arrested together. <laughs> I have freedom of speech. You, you've already tried to defraud me and tell me that I can't reference this book, you are which school. I will live by and die by. Sir, 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 Please. I'm having my Rosa Parks moment. The Bible says in Jeremiah 13, 23, can the Ethiopian change his skin? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He done brought up the black man in the Bible. You can't do that in Old Bridge, New Jersey. They don't want to hear that shit. Please give us your message. Or my message is this message. No, how dare you tell me to give me my message? This is my message. How, how dare you tell me that? That's my message. I didn't get my time. No, this is crazy. This is crazy. I just want to see the audience. There's a lot of white people in this audience. I see this man right here recording. They ain't let him speak. He can't quote the Bible. This is New Jersey. Old Bridge, a.k.a. Old Rope. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Absolutely insane. We be right outside after that meeting ends. Steph, I can't do it, man. We gonna get arrested, yo. We gonna get arrested just for showing up. <laughs> Alex Stein, yeah, we need the Alex Stein in the building. We get arrested for showing up. Cause I'm calling all the homies. I'm calling the Bloods, the Crips, and they gonna be flagged up outside. <laughs> I just got to make two phone calls. One of my blood homies and one of my crip homies. I got them on speed dial. I got them on speed. I could call them. They could be here and pull up just for demonstration and see what happened. We will get arrested on the spot just for showing up. They LARPing? Yeah, they definitely LARPing. They definitely LARPing. I know. I know. I know. Let's go to the next clip. I just want y'all to see y'all America. This shit crazy. All right, let's go to the next clip. I didn't watch this one, so let's listen. Uh, we respect territories. So do the Mexican gangs war with the black gangs? Yes, they do. Most definitely. They, they don't even war. They, they dominate us now. It ain't no war. We war with each other, but we won't kill a Mexican. We ain't gonna get it. We ain't gonna get it. It ain't too deep. We say. Yeah, and I think a little bit of that truth was in uh, Friday After Next. You could tell how the black folks were scared of the, the Mexican neighbors. Cartel, run that shit. So right now, you know, they dominate. People don't want to talk about that, but they taking over hoods and ain't no, ain't no retaliation. So they taking over like... like Say whether it be a crib hood, whether it be a they didn't took, they didn't took a, a, hood, a, a, a crib hood. Uh, it used to be like uh, Palmer Block Crips, Palmer Block Crips is down Palmer. Now the flats got all Palmer Street in there, and they got fuck niggas and all this. You understand me? Mm. Treetops is getting clothed in by Mexicans, you know. But another, we'll we'll war against each other. Hmm. The shit you don't hear. They gonna cover this on InfoWars? <laughs> Let's go to Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro made it to the Griff Report. Let's take a look. Let's take a look. The actual, actually fairly cool story of Rosa Parks, right? Which is that the NAACP had in fact recruited her for like in advance and they said she'll be an ideal plaintiff and they'd actually 
said, go sit on the bus in this particular place, and then we'll have the lawsuit against the against the bus line. Um, so that I mean, that's true. I don't know what he actually said. It, it is true that that was not. It wasn't like she spontaneously sat down on the bus. The actual actually fairly. So the caption here is. Uh, tunnel diggers admit that tunnel diggers were being uh, behind the Rosa Parks psyop. Fairly cool, dude. Um, and in tunnel diggers, he's re he's referring to the NAACP. Now, if anybody doesn't know, here's a little black history for you. Uh, Rosa Parks was, in fact, um, what do you call it? A publicity stunt? Yeah, it was definitely a publicity stunt. And the original was uh, Claudette Calvin. And this actually happened to Claudette Calvin. Claudette Calvin was pregnant at the time, as you can see here. Uh, and she uh, was experiencing, I think, a teenage pregnancy. And she and she was darker skinned. So she didn't fit the mold for what the NAACP was looking for. We covered the NAACP and their brown paper bag tests and uh, Marcus Garvey exposing NWCP saying that they were practicing colorism and everybody when he walked into the office was either white or white passing. These are light skinned Negroes. So they definitely practice some, you know, light skin privilege, I guess you can say, or colorism. So Claudette Calvin was the original. Uh, many of you already knew this, but this is a little black history tidbit for you. Also, uh, a Jewish man, I believe, paid for her funeral, paid for, uh, Rosa Parks funeral. All right, I believe. Damn, Jewish press, the Zionism of Rosa Parks and Baird Rustin. Yeah, this stuff is not. This stuff is not new, but I I do believe it was a a a, a Jewish man who paid for Rosa Parks funeral or funeral service, um, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody fact check me on that and um, let me know. Okay. Let's go to the next thing here. As we uh, mosey along down this racial grift that has penetrated our timelines. Pause. What else we got in here? No, we're not going to talk about that. No. Okay, let's go big brain. Let's go big brain. Uh, I haven't done uh, a big brain update in a while. Let's do this. All right, so let us let let me give you my theory, okay? And then we're going to go to the phone lines. Text Hotep in your name, 202-596-5631. Text Hotep in your name, 202-596-5631. I'm going to show you some something dangerous. Show you something dangerous here, right? So... On the surface, this looks innocent, right? Stablecoin uh, issuer circle will no longer mint USDC on the Tron network. Now, why wouldn't it be on a Tron network? Let's take a look at what the Tron network is. So we pull this up. Let's put this on your screen. So we got the Tron network here. Let's pull up a wiki page to make things simple. Here we go. So Tron, as we all know, is a cryptocurrency, blah, 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 blah. Um, but this is, yes, this is Justin's son and it's based out of Singapore. Okay. Based out of Singapore. Okay. So that's what I was looking for based out of Singapore, right? Okay, cool. Now we have to go to my page and coverage. I exposed last night, federal reserve published a new paper. I'm going to pull it up on your screen right now and you're going to see something that I've been talking about for a while now as a little bit more evidence. All right, let's pull this up on your screen. Okay, so implications of a U.S. CBDC, the Fed has published notes on international payments in a dollar. I'm going to read these. So uh, these are all excerpts from the article and then I'll draw my conclusion. So it says. And keep in mind, this Fed paper here, this Fed paper, which is uh, right here, it's called uh, The Implications of a U.S. CBDC for International Payments and the Role of the Dollar, right? This was published February 16th, right? Let's go back. So a few excerpts here. It says, uh, as long as the U.S. CBDC is seen as more appealing to the foreigners' own currency, it will be attractive to foreigners as a store of value. Okay, you see that? 
Now, let's let's stop right there because I just noticed something. I just noticed a contradiction. We got this message out of the European bank, right? Uh, the European Central Bank, the ECB. And the ECB is saying that the digital euro will not be a store of value because of disintermediation concerns. Basically, concern that, you know, banks will be uh, railroaded and people will choose the central bank digital currency over banking with their bank because a bank runs the risk of bank runs and becoming insolvent. And the central bank doesn't have that worry because they're lender of last resort. So they can print money and everybody does not have to worry about their money disappearing because the bank went out of business. So what they're saying is that uh, the European Central Bank is saying that there will be holding limits in non-interest bearing wallets. So basically saying holding limits is saying that you can only have, let's say, 1,200 uh, euros in your CBDC wallet. Right. So nothing huge so that you're not storing um, central bank digital currency instead of uh, the you know usual euro. Right. The everyday euro. So they're saying the digital euro will not be in a store of value, SOV. Meanwhile, the Fed is saying that if a CBDC um, becomes more appealing, then it can be a store of value. So that's the first contradiction between the Fed and the ECB. Obviously, um, two different takes, right? The ECB is talking about um, disintermediation. And Fed is talking about international payments. Let's go to the next point. It says here, demand for dollar-denominated stable coins, what does it say right here, could strengthen or weaken the role of the dollar, depending on whether the source of demand is dollar-denominated or foreign currency-denominated assets. So basically what they're saying here is you got two types of stable coins. You got a United States uh, dollar, USD stable coin, and you got, you know, uh, a ruble stable coin, for example. And if people are allowed to transact any foreign currency stable coin, it could weaken the dollar. However, if they transact in a USD stable coin, it could strengthen the dollar. Now, all of this matters because people are talking about the doom and the fall of the dollar. This is why you need to pay attention to this segment. The doom and the fall of the dollar. And I'm going to show you why the dollar will not fall. And I've been talking about this for a while. And, 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 and now we have some evidence to back up my claims. It says here, the largest and most prominent official sector initiative is the G20 cross-border roadmap developed by the FSB, Financial Stability Board, and the Committee on Payments and Market Infrastructure, CPMI. Okay, so what the Fed is basically saying here is, when it comes to CBDC, look to the G20, look to the FSB. So they're 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 saying that the guidance is coming from the G20, which is going to lend credibility to this globalist conspiracy theory, right? Um, so it says here, which seeks to establish and address challenges and frictions in cross-border payments, right? Cool. So you want to think CBDC, think G20. Now, this could also be, you know, um, a distraction saying, hey, yeah, go look at the G20 while the Fed does something else. So you got to look at both sides. Right. So it says here CBDC is only one of 19 options laid out on the roadmap. Many of the other focus areas are improvements to existing systems, which could provide similar benefits to a CBDC sooner and at lower cost. OK, so the Fed is saying CBDC is only one of 19 options. So while many states are legislating against a CBDC, watch this. It says here, it says the improvements that could come from a CBDC. I'm sorry. The improvements that could come from a CBDC could also be realized by improvements to non-CBDC payment systems that are already underway. What is a non-CBDC payment system that's already underway? Stable coins, USDT and USDC. If CBDCs were only available through U.S. banks, then access to non-residents would be limited by the U.S. banking system and access policies. So they're saying, well, let's finish reading it and I'll, I'll extrapolate. 
Uh, generally, the more broadly a well-designed U.S. CBDC would be made available, the more scope there would be for the dollar to gain favor. So they're basically saying the, the U.S. can't be the only on-ramp to a digital dollar. Again, USDT, USDC. What's the market cap right now on? Um, let's do USDT. USDT market cap. Ninety-seven billion, going on ninety-eight billion. Ninety-eight billion is the total market capitalization. Okay, let me make sure I got that right. Yep, ninety-eight billion and growing. The circulating supply. 98 billion. Hold on, y'all can't see that. Let me show it to y'all. See it right there? Right here. USDT. Let's do USDC. USDC. Let's see. Let's put that up. Number seven. Market cap on USDC, 28 billion. Right? So we're looking at over a. Tr no. I take that back. A hundred, a hundred billion over a hundred billion. Let's call it a hundred and thirty billion. A hundred and thirty billion market cap, and that's just through cryptocurrency exchanges, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's not saying they've unleashed this thing, right? So let's go back now. Let's go back. Let's go back to the report. And then I'll do some more extrapolation. It says if CBDCs were OK, so that's only so I said here, my conclusion is it feels like a sales pitch to make USDT, USDC, the central bank coin. Read the last paragraph and you'll see what I mean. They downplay the impact of a CBDC throughout the report. And this is true. When you read the report here on um, federalreserve.gov, this is the entire report right here. Or I should say notes because it's called notes called Fed notes. So here's some notes that they made on the CBDC. And basically throughout the report, they make a case for why a CBDC does not make sense. Right. That's what they do here. Now. My um, prediction. Or better yet, a possible outcome is that they take USDT and USDC and make them government public utilities like they did with Amtrak. This is now a government service and a public utility. If you know anything about USDT, USDC, all of that shit is KYC. All of it is trackable. Uh, well, I can't say all of it is KYC because, well, can you say? I have to talk to a crypto expert to see let me see if I hold on. Let me let me see. I can check right now. Let's do uh, USDC paper wallet. Let me see if you can create a paper wallet. Um, I don't see. Okay, here's WalletGenerator.net. Uh, let's see if we can make. And somebody in the chat is probably going to answer this. Uh, let me make sure you guys can see what I'm doing here. And wallet generator is not loading. Okay, so much for that. Um, we got, oh yeah, so that failed. Um, hmm. Let's ask SuperDAP AI. Let's ask, we're going to use SuperDAP. We're going to use their AI and say, and see what we can get. Um, can you create a, okay, no, that's the bad way to say it. Is it possible to have a USDT paper wallet? Let's see. And I might need some help from the crypto experts here. So this is uh, SuperDAP AI. And, um,
Yeah, it doesn't look like it's possible. All right. So take that with a grain of salt. I'm going to have to talk to a crypto expert to to see if this is possible. Public transportation also trying to go cashless? Yeah, absolutely. So if you... Hold on, let me, let me, let me come back to my thought. Okay. If you're transacting a USDT, USDC, it's possibly not anonymous because you can't create a paper wallet for it. It's got to be KYC, a.k.a., uh, you know, know your customer. Oh, he's uh, Nigerian. Thank you, Jay. Um, so it's trackable. It's traceable. So it always already has the benefits to the powers that be of tracking and tracing your transactions, right? And the inability, inability to be anonymous with, the, with those said transactions. So if they wanted to surveil the public, they don't necessarily have to create a CBDC. They could just legislate that USDT, USDC is now the official digital dollar. And this is how they would get around some of the legislation uh, that's being put into place like Idaho is now has uh, just introduced a bill to remove CBDC from the definition of money. So it's like, oh, what's, you're calling it CBDC? We're calling it the digital dollar, right? Or we're calling it something else. And this is how um, Hotep accidentally write about crypto, and that is funny as hell. Am I right about this? So um, it's diluting the USD printed. Hmm. So what do you mean we, me and Wendy not talking? Wendy's my homegirl. I was just tweeting at her this morning. Um, so... Let's all right. So let's come back and and, and really make this uh, create some importance in your mind around this, right? So, why would a stable coin help the U.S. dollar? Well, if the entire world could transact in USDT, USDC, then that means you take all the countries not in BRICS that are using your currency already, 130 billion dollar market cap, and it increases the power of uh, the USD because other countries are transacting in that instead of their currencies. And I think we might see Argentina come under the USD uh, soon. Anyway, let's go to the phone lines. If you guys got questions on other stuff, I'll do my best to ask. Um, text HOTEP in your name to 202-596-5631. Then I'll go to Supers. Text HOTEP in your name to 202-596-5631. And we'll be right back after this short, brief commercial break. 